Blog Talk Radio.
thank you for joining me here on Code Connection. My name is Jesse Ann Nichols-George, and I'm your hostess today. And You know, the, it's, it's really interesting. I just want you to put it out there. Be a little patient with me today <laughs> because the system I'm working from is a little bit slow. I'm having to work through, you know, a couple of different browser setups today, and, and, um, and it's all good. But if you catch a little delay in things, that's what's going on today. So I just wanted to put that out there. But, hey, that song you were listening to at the beginning of the show is called Wild Love. It's by Woven Green, Jim and Ashley Cash, Daniel Greenberg. Um, you know, I just love them, and I had a chance to be with them during this fall season, do a soundscape healing event with them, and it was incredible and wonderful and joyful and so many amazing things wrapped into one. Hey, and on this show, you're in for a real treat today. But first, I want to welcome everybody. Whether you're returning because you love what I do here on the show, whether you have never listened to the show and you said, oh, there's somebody talking about 2016. <laughs> Let me go see what that person has to say today. You know, it's all good. Whatever it is, wherever you came from, wherever place you're listening from, I'm really grateful that you're here and you're sharing this time with me. And, you know, also welcome to everybody who's catching this, maybe in one of our other places outside of Blog Talk Radio, which would be Talk Stream Live, Stream Finder, or PEN, known as Parent Counters Network. I welcome everybody through there, as well as those that are catching this show as a podcast, whether that's through TuneIn.com, iTunes, or through um, my YouTube channel. And I do hope to get this show up this weekend. So hopefully by tomorrow it will be posted up and uh, so very easy to share. Anybody that you know that might enjoy this show, they can catch it in the archives. Same link, uh, very easy, or they can catch it through iTunes, TuneIn.com, or through my YouTube channel. So lots of options for that uh, if you if you find that there's somebody you'd like to share the show with. Now, during the show, what I do is I look at living a more compassionate life by aligning with your personal life code. And many times I've got guests on the show. Actually, I'm splitting it more and more because in 2016, about half the shows are going to be my own shows, and they're going to be focused on code connections. They're going to be focused on um, code interpretation of what's happening in the world. So it's going to get really interesting on this show. And then about the other half of the time, I'm going to have guests on the show. And that way it kind of gives you a chance to also learn about their work, how other things might be an option for your code energy because there's a lot of people doing a lot of great work out there. And then I'm also going to continue to highlight different musical artists along the way, and I'm going to continue with the cycle of bringing them in through the different turnings of the years, like the solstices and the equinoxes and things like that. So um, we'll be bringing that in. I've had such a joy of musical guests in this past year, and we're going to be listening to them all throughout this show. So we're actually going to highlight them while we go through the year for 2016. So it's going to be a relaxed show, a wonderful show, an insightful show, not too intense, <laughs> and just some things to kind of help us make this transition as we're in the last week of 2015. What I do in my own work, by the way, is interpret a person's life code and that allows them to live a life filled with compassion. I've created the Genesis Clearing Statement, and that's something you can catch through my website, by the way, where other people have interviewed me in some archive shows. And I've authored four books, the most recent being You, Me, Life Dreams and its companion workbook. My first two were Activating Compassion and its companion workbook. 
I'm also a collaborator on a script book called Embraced by the Divine, A Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose. The Kindle version has been released on that, and we will be releasing the paperback version um, here in January. So you definitely want to check that out. It's a, it's a great uh, blend of things. And I have also created the True North Tour, and I'm going to be working on uh, different events and things coming up for 2016. I know i got to get a start on that. <laughs> but for tour, uh, when, I, when I do go on tour, it uh, includes things like workshops, retreats, seminars, book signings, fundraising events, all kinds of different things anyways. I, I keep growing it, building it, shifting it, and um, bringing it together. And, and I'm going to love watching that grow because I feel like that's going to be one of the things that going to start to come out over the next couple of years even more, and that will give you more opportunities to connect with me in person and not just over the air here on Blog Talk. Just a reminder, again, if you enjoy the show, share it with people. It's going to be a show you want to share, and they can get into the, the archive version just the same way you came into the live show. So just same link. They can click on that. It'll bring them right in. It's available immediately after we finish, as well as, like I said, the other avenues. Now, before we get started on everything, those that have listened in before know I like to delve into a little book called The 72 Names of God by Yehuda Berg. Grab us a little message. This message, as well as my code interpretation for the week, is all up on my website. By the way, it's on my page of the Main Street Universe tab. So if you want to go back and reflect on it during the week, you can definitely do that. And um, that's a great option because I like to do that. When things come up during the week, it's like, okay, where was my focus this week? What's the energy about? (laughs) And then it kind of helps me in a lot of ways, especially when I meet challenges uh, of what to do. So this week, the message I have from Yehuda is uh, the common name of God on it is called Sharing the Flame. And I think this is perfect for the transition of our year, by the way. I just kind of go through the book one right after another. I don't plan those out uh, to meet whatever I'm doing in the show. They just happen to match. And it's it's a great example of how life just slips in, you know, (laughs) it's good that way. Now, sharing the flame, the little insight that he gives here on on the beginning is, a single candle lessens the darkness of a large um, auditorium, but no amount of darkness can extinguish the flickering flame. Even if the darkness were expanded, it would have no effect on the candle's radiance. And he goes on to give some extra insight here. Darkness and evil are powerless in the presence of light. The relationship between light and darkness in everything in the everyday world, excuse me, reveals a profound secret of spirituality. Darkness can only exist in the light's absence. Sharing the wisdom of these 72 names with another soul is akin to lighting a candle in our darkened world. For the knowledge and the letters themselves are the stuff and absence of spiritual light. The more we share these books, these tools, <laughs> boy, I'm stumbling today, huh? the more we diminish our own selfish nature, and the darkness throughout the world. Now, the letters of this name are derived from a biblical verse on the tree of life, and its power is to bring immortality and endless joy. Kabbalah teaches that that the tree of life is a coded reference to the unseen upper world where 99% of reality resides. Think about that. We only reside in 1% of reality on this earth. This infinite Hidden dimension 
is the true source of all joy, wisdom, and enlightenment. And, you know, this is a really big message because I always have people saying, how do I get rid of all this dark energy? How do I get rid of the negativity and all of this stuff? All you have to do is shine your light. That's what Yehuda is saying here, okay? The dark, the control, all of those things, powerless when we hold our light, okay? It's the best protection. It's the best anything (laughs) that you have. Meditation that he gets on this is concentrate on sharing light with friends, family, and the entire family of humankind. Take this name with you and into the real world, out into the real world. Well, (laughs) I'm going to get my reading skills down soon here and share these tools with others. Ask for the strength to walk the talk. In your mind's eye, envisage openings and opportunities in the world for the global dissemination of this ancient wisdom. Know that this name is arousing the forces of immortality and increasing joy in the world. Expand and demand nothing less. So again, the common name is sharing the flame. The formal name is Mem Lamed Hay. And, you know, this is really some stuff to delve into. Matter of fact, I have a guest that will be coming on in 2016 that I had on back near the beginning of when I started activating compassion um, prior to switching over to Code Connection, and uh, that was Dr. Robert Newton. And I'm going to be bringing him back on in 2016. So that's going to be a show you're going to want to tune into because he's very tuned into codes and very tuned into coded words and names and things like that um, of our universe and how it works and and this whole connection with Kabbalah and things. So it's going to be fun. I have so many incredible guests as well as incredible shows coming up. You're going to love them in 2016. Okay, so a little message here, a little thought um, for delving into our topic today because we are going to be looking at 2016 and what that has to offer us, what we can um, expect from it, um, maybe some thoughts on how to deal with it, where the energy and the codes are at. And uh, so we're going to go month by month on the show, delving into that, as well as interspersing uh, music from the guests that we've had throughout 2015. So, uh, again, the, the song at the beginning of the show, Ashley and Jim Cash, um, Daniel Greenberg, Woven Green on that. And uh, by the way, I meant to mention that you can catch up with their work at www.wovengreen.com. And uh, they have just some incredible, wonderful music. And if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, which is where they're located, um, they do their soundscape healing events, which is like getting a live concert. (laughs) It's amazing. And delving into spiritual topics and meditation, and it's, it's just wonderful. Go check them out, definitely. And they have other uh, things that they do as well. Um, and you can just catch them around in many different venues. So, so check that out. Okay, little topic here. Let's flip a little thought here before we go on break and come back in and, and delve more fully into today's topic. How many times have you thought, if only I knew then what I know now? How often have you wondered if you had the information that you needed to make wise choices along the way? And have you ever wished you could get some help or glimpse into the future to know what to do or what path to stay away from? Now, I know I have asked questions along the way in my path. And oftentimes, 
when people look into a forecast, they will read over things and then just let it go. I like to mark my calendar so that I have notes of what to pay attention to along the way. And as things come up, I can glance over what is at hand. Now, for many, they may let this run or direct their life for them. However, for me, I see this as more of a guide that helps me make wiser decisions. So information, even that which seems so-called scary, is not there to psych us out or to lead us to create something unfavorable, but to give us the opportunity to act wisely in each given moment. Foresight can be a very powerful tool for us when it's implemented well. And the more that I work with code interpretation, the more I am able to operate with foresight. It allows me to make wiser decisions in the moment. And I relate this greatly to, say, knowing what the weather is likely to do or knowing what is happening with the traffic or road conditions before driving somewhere or taking a trip. As we do this with our own life, it is like knowing how to avoid heavy traffic or being able to travel when the weather is good instead of running head-on into a tornado or a blizzard. And it is like looking up to see what the weather will be like when taking a trip so that you know what clothes to pack. After all, you don't want to say, oh, no, it's going to rain today, therefore I'm going to get into an accident. You know, instead, we leave ourselves extra time to get to where we're going and we reroute to the streets that won't flood. It is the end of the year and the start of a new coming one or a new one coming in. And I'm looking at how each month is coded and what we are likely to have to work with. And what, my resources, what are my resources? What are my challenges? And am I likely to need to maneuver around something? Like looking at a hike and getting an idea of the terrain and how much time it's going to take and knowing others that are going with me and what their capabilities are. Now, each of us has our own personal flow in any given year and our own personalized set of challenges and tools to work with. However, understanding the general patterns is also important because these are the ones that people will be influenced by. It is the general theme, so to say, like going to a Renaissance fair. There will be many long dresses and people dressed for the event, but each will be putting their own flair, touch, color, et cetera, into what they're doing. However, no matter how personalized they are, they will all be dealing with the requirements of the event at hand. So knowing what they are allows them to be prepared. Preparation is a great key word here, and we may not be able to stop a storm from happening, for example, or the sun from shining, but we can prepare ourselves for the conditions at hand and adjust accordingly. It reminds us that our choices then become how comfortable we are and how well we handle the influences at hand. If someone wears a heavy winter jacket in high-humidity heat, then they are likely to be miserable. However, if someone hydrates well and wears clothing that allows them to be cool, then they will be much more comfortable. What a great parallel to show how, while we don't have control over everything that happens in this world, we do have the choice of how comfortable we will be with what does happen. What choices will you make that will help you maneuver the coming year? And have you looked at what the terrain of 2016 will bring for you? And how can you shift your challenges and opportunities? Okay. Now, the code for this week is about finding balance between the spiritual and the material planes of existence. 
and it is about learning how to bring the two into harmony. So for those that resist one or the other, this pattern can bring many challenges, conflicts, and competition, which are all about separation from the divine, even if we are standing on the spiritual side. Now, a big key here is to turn to the energy of the heart chakra or heart-centered energy. For that is where we're going to find the balance. And when we operate from the heart, we become abundant in every way. However, the physical body also has its needs, and those must be honored as long as we are incarnated in a physical body. And this can include getting enough rest, eating healthy, getting physical movement. And when we function in balance between these two planes of existence, we find our lives to be all-inclusive. However, if we live only in the physical or only in the spiritual, we experience a deprivation. And this can lead to a sense of great suffering, either physically or soulfully. The balance is found in giving compassion to both, nourishing both, taking time for both. I'm going to take a short break. And when I return, I'm going to be talking about what we're going to be dealing with in 2016 and what it has to offer us in both challenges and opportunities. And the song that I have for you during our break uh, comes from the artist that was with us on May Day, actually, Angelia Grace, beautiful artist, beautiful voice, um, just an amazing person. Again, if you missed any of these interviews with these vocal artists, you can go back and catch them in the archives. Um, but you can catch up with her, AngeliaGrace.com, um, and, and check out her works and her music. And uh, we're going to take a look at that. Oops. I was going to mention the song there. <laughs> and the song that we have um, or that I have from her uh, for our break is called Om Namo Bhagavate. Okay? And we'll be back shortly.
Welcome back. You are listening to Code Connection, and this is Jesse Ann Nichols-George. I am your hostess here. You were just listening to a song by um, a guest that we had on on May Day called Angelia Grace, and that song is called Om Namo Bhagavate, and uh, just incredible artist. I mean, we were so blessed to have our call in uh, from trying to think where she was at the time, Ireland, or <laughs> she's from that region back there. And um, she may have been in a different country traveling at the time, but she was, you know, she is just, she is such a beautiful soul. And I, and I was very, very grateful to have her on as a guest. So definitely uh, take the time to check out her work in the archive and uh, and see what she's all about uh, in there. We had a little bit of connection issues going on, but um, but it all worked out. And, and I hope you'll check out her music at angeliagrace.com on there. Now, today we are looking at the year 2016 and what that has to offer us and uh, in the interspersed in the middle of looking at those, uh, what's happening for the year, we are also going to be bringing in the music of the different musical guests that we've had throughout the year as well. So it's going to be a nice, wonderful show, relaxed, enjoyable, um, you can sit back, take it in, listen to some great music along the way. <laughs> And delve into that. And I'm going to start, I, I, you know, I started to pull the information together for this, and I started looking at, well, let's look at the planetary influences, and let's look at the codes, and let's look, you know, at these different things. And when I got down to looking at all the different codes for everything, I said, hmm, let's just simplify it. Because <laughs> that's one of the things that I find is really important. We can get so overly complicated in a lot of this. And so I brought it down to a month-by-month, uh, concept more. And I'm going to start off with a little bit of an overview um, and a little bit of a, a general overall aspect. And I know I've got a lot to bring in here during the show and, and only so much time to do it in. But, um, you know, let's start with that overview factor of what the codes are saying for 2016. Um, in 2016, we are in a very interesting position because there are people that may feel very restless in this year, and there are people that may feel like everything's put on hold or they're trying to drive with the brakes on or things like this. And I say that because we're in a turning of the cycle point. And when we're in a turning of the cycle point, what we're doing is we're finishing one set of influences and we're preparing to go into a new set of influences. So on one hand, things are kind of at a pinnacle right now, and we need to really reflect back not just on the last year, but the last 10 years, basically, the last 9 to 10 years, and look at what has been created in our lives over that cycle of time. And because we're doing a lot of closing out, the codes are, are showing we have a lot that's closing out, and we have a lot of new beginnings coming in, our new beginnings are really going, how lucky we are, how blessed we are, say, in two years from now uh, or another year from now, uh, is really going to be dependent on what we do during this year. So think of this year kind of like a one big giant spring cleaning <laughs> in a way. You want to go through everything internally in your world, go through everything that you're holding on to in your life, that you're keeping in your life, that, that's with you right now. And so, you know, have I outgrown some of this stuff? Maybe there's some stuff I could clear out right now. You know, am I finding uh, that 
some people are really not where we used to be. It, it's not the type of energy. I'm not 21 years old and looking for the biggest party on the block anymore, right? Um, I'm looking for somebody with a little more substance now. So these types of things that you really want to get tuned into and just kind of take a little time to to do some referee work, to do some review work, and just to say, okay, what do I want to keep and what am I ready to let go of? Because what we want to think about is what we hang on to, what we carry over uh, after the end of 2016, what we choose to hang on to, what we, what addictions we align ourselves with. And when I say addictions, this is a big thing with me because it's not just about alcohol or drugs or sex or the common things we think of as addictions. I'm talking about friendships that maybe aren't healthy. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about jobs that you've stayed in just because you've been there for 20 years, but they're not doing anything for you. I'm talking about food. I'm talking about um, it's every, you know, there's all kinds of things. The addiction is anything that really has control over you that you couldn't just say no to and be comfortable saying no to. So this is a big, big thing because addictive things are going to make or break us in 2016. And and the addictions that we carry that we refuse to let go of are going to get harder and harder and harder. And this is going to be a big thing because when I look at this, you know, what we don't let go of is going to follow us through for at least another nine-year cycle and maybe longer than that. Okay, we're not looking at just a year here. So when we look at some of these themes, it's the ending and the beginning, and we're in that 2016 is that transition between what has been and what is coming in. So we really want to give a lot of careful thought about completion. Completion is a great word to focus on, especially because in 2016 we've got four Mercury retrogrades, and Sharita talked about this just a few weeks ago, um, around Thanksgiving time, and she talked about, you know, this, this aspect of the form Mercury retrograde, which normally we only have three in a year, and this year we're going to have four. So that means we need to do a lot more reflection. This is not going to be a big action-oriented year, regardless of the Mars or the other <laughs> aspects. I mean, sure, there's going to be big things happening, but... At the same time, the wise person is going to choose back and to sit back a little bit, to observe more, to do the reflective work. They're going to sit back and take the time to say, what is ready to be released out of my life? What am I going to carry over? And is this something that I'm really willing to deal with for another 9, 10, 20, 30 years? And if you're like me, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm not dealing with some of these things for another long period of time. Forget that. I'll let them go. Very happily, very joyfully, I will let them go. So 2016 is is that vision year. It's that year to wrap everything up, okay? Whatever has been lingering and hanging on, wrap it up. If you're not going to carry it over, if you're not ready to keep it in your life for another long period of time, wrap it up. That's what this year is going to be about. And that's the type of action we can take with all of these retrogrades, completion, closure, this sort of thing. No matter what is happening in the world, 
to bring closure for things, what we're doing is we're then preparing sacred space to open ourselves to the greatest amount of opportunity possible. And as we do this, we stand to have some of the most wonderful, greatest blessings come our way. And that puts us in a really wonderful, powerful position, if you want to say that. And powerful is not a bad thing. Powerful is really about owning our own divine presence and being comfortable with that and being comfortable with ourselves, not having to be reliant on whether others are telling us to do a good job or whether they're saying everything's okay, okay? It's about standing in what you know is your piece to do. It's about standing in what you can handle and what you can deal with and just being the best you that you can be. (laughs) You don't have to worry about whether it's a study, whether they like you for it. It's about being you. And this is a big concept because as we're going through ascension times, as we're going through elevating soulfully, as we're going through elevating as a planet, as we're shifting to matriarchal to, from, excuse me, patriarchal to matriarchal energy, um, everything is adjusting and adapting right now. And, um, and, and doing these pieces are what's really going to bring things into this amazing, wonderful space. Now, matter of fact, I just made a post that I put out today. <laughs> she says with a question mark. Um, yeah, actually today. And it's about the full moon on Christmas. And this brings in another dimension right now that we really want to consider because this full moon energy is actually kind of that blend, it's that transition energy of what we're kind of carrying over into next year, the things that it's really going to set the foundation of a lot of how we need to operate. And there has not been a full moon on Christmas Day since 1977, so some 39 years. And, you know, what's very interesting, if we just look at that coded vibration alone, of it being that period of time, right then and there, that code piece of time frame is all about stepping into our own power. Just what I was saying, <laughs> right? It's about working from wisdom, putting aside the material things by choice, and stepping into being the all-powerful divine essence that you are, okay? Big stuff, okay? We might be doing a lot of just wrapping up stuff, but we're doing a lot of big stuff at the same time. And this influence is something that most people will only experience two, maybe three times in their life because it only happens about once every 39, 40 years, right in that kind of a range, okay? And, you know, this is, this is incredible. This energy is all about learning to make your own decisions, okay? Don't look to other people to tell you what to do, okay? Don't just be, as they say, the sheeple, okay? You need to make your own decisions from your own divine self, and this is very important. And it can be useful, sure, to ask other people what their thoughts and opinions are so that you can expand your knowledge base, but don't let them sway you away from what you're really feeling and knowing that you need to do and knowing what is your calling and your following to do, your, your inner spirit drive to do. And, and another big key with this that's going to follow through in the year 
is about responsibility. Okay, um, this is this is a big piece. Operating responsibly. Okay, doesn't mean that you can't have fun out there in the world. Just means that you need to maybe put about ninety percent into your bills and being responsible, and about ten percent <laughs> out there on the other side. And that might sound a little imbalanced, but actually you'll keep getting enough back that you'll be able to through that process expand your abundance, expand what you're bringing in. You'll be able to bring in more resources for yourself and clear out those bills and don't put more in their place. Okay, that's the big key because the freedom comes from not having the attachments to all those loans and bills out there. And I know it's not easy, but as we do this and we put an emphasis on that, we can experience these amazing, amazing things happening. So there's there's a couple of big pieces that I wanted to bring in as a big general overall concept of what we're dealing with. So think of your house clearing. Think of completion. Completion and observation are going to be two gigantic words because observation keeps us from reacting and it keeps us in a responsive mode. It also allows us to gather the information to understand the truth in something instead of making judgments about it. So it it allows us to operate from a more compassionate space. Okay? And then focusing on responsibility. Take care of those responsibilities. Take care of that stuff so that you can get to more of the fun so that when you start this next cycle, it can be more pleasurable for you. It can be more enjoyable for you. Um, it, It can put you in places that you've been working so hard to get to because uh, for those that have been thinking, man, I've just been working, 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 I'm not seeing the results, well, guess what? By the end of next year, you're going to be seeing some results and you're going to get little tidbits of things along the way to remind you that you are making this progress no matter how slow it seems to move along the way that you're laying the groundwork, you're laying the framework in a sense, Okay. So this is kind of like the pause before you start the next big phase for yourself in there. Now, let's take a look at January and February. And I'm kind of keeping things a little bit grouped in a sense here so that we can keep with the flow and and, uh, and not go too far more. We'll look at these two months and then we'll take a little break here. But January uh, and February, it's going to start us right off the bat with a couple of different things. Uh, right off the bat, January's codes are asking us to, um, to to delve into that responsibility piece. And I think in a way it's kind of good we're getting that right off the bat And because most people are mentally geared. They come off the holidays and right away the bills start coming in and they realize that they need to take care of that. And they're, they're kind of already in that mind frame. They're already in the, the aspect of wanting to make a good next start, just don't let it drain you out so much uh, in that process. And and make sure, again, that you're not being swayed by others. Work with what is in hand. Don't overextend yourself in this process because that's something that can also be easy to do when we're trying to meet responsibility. Um, you know, make them a priority, but don't overextend yourself. In other words, don't work 100 hours a week to meet those responsibilities, maybe work 80 hours a week <laughs> and meet those responsibilities. I think you kind of catch what I'm saying there. 
the January energy, though, also is bringing in something very interesting that's a little bit different. It's going to be bringing forth uh, some vibrations of, of peace and love. It's going to be bringing in some beautiful Venus energy for us. And interesting that it's bringing that in in the month prior to Valentine's Day. Uh, this is a month where we're going to, we might experience a little bit of challenges and things, but we're also going to find out that we're superior to the trials and the challenges and the difficulties that come our way. So, yeah, there's probably going to be a few little bumps in the road. Um, maybe maybe you realize that you spent a little bit more than you thought you spent over the holidays or um, maybe an unexpected expense that you weren't prepared for shows up. Uh, but you're going to find out you can get through it. And that's the key thing to keep in mind is that you will get through it. Uh, also in this energy in January, we have a really beautiful influence that is is going to call us to step into our own, um, take command of our life, step into our own power. It's going to ask us to tap into our creativity. So being that this is the winter season that we're under still in January and it's a very naturally reflective, nurturing time and we need to make sure we do whatever that is, uh, whether it's a long, hot bath, a little time by candlelight and meditation, whatever it is, uh, to, to nurture ourselves in this process. We also want to allow ourselves to start generating and letting the creative juices flow in January. Um, so even though Mercury retrograde is in effect, creative thought works with Mercury retrograde. That's the time to gather the thoughts, the ideas. Um, it's not necessarily the time to set them in motion, but it's the time to explore them. And so this actually will fit in with that energy. And this is a time where, too, maybe some things we've been waiting on might come through because I do see a little bit of what we call the harvest energy or the abundance energy that is coming in in January. And I feel like for those of you that have been looking to set your own things in motion, whether that's your own practice in some way or um, start more of what you want to do in life, uh, that is definitely going to be favored. The energy favors you carrying out your own ideas and your own plans. So, again, I would keep them maybe a little more in the exploration stage with that, but it's, it's starting the year off right away with an energy that is blessing our future, blessing what is going to be coming into our life. So it's also very important how we use that because as we know, what we receive is going to be dependent on what we do in the moment. Now, another big energy that we have at play in January is that, again, it's, it's about asking you to really make your own decisions. Stick with your own ideas, your own thoughts, your own opinions. And, and through codes, I've really learned this because everybody's operating from their own codes. Everybody's operating from what works for them. You've got to operate with what works for you, and that may or may not be the same as what works for somebody else. So when you're exploring maybe new programs or, or exploring making connections with people or things like that, make sure that you're making your own decision in the process of this. When you do this, you take command of your life. When you do this, you open amazing doors for yourself. And this is where the so-called magic starts to happen. 
because you're not functioning under that plane. When you let other people sway you, that's like an addiction. Okay, you're not operating under your own divine self. So it it brings you back around. When you operate from your own thoughts, your own opinions, what resonates all the way into the heart chakra, the solar plexus chakra, all of that, then you're coming through with your full self. And that's very important to present your full self. And that energy is actually going to carry over into February. Um, that's an energy that's going to carry through. And then we have in February that uh, abundance energy, that fortunate for the future energy, the creative energy, is magnified in February. So again, some things that maybe you've been working on are going to have the, the opportunity to come through. You're going to be able to start to make a little bit of forward momentum. Now, I'm, I'm sure there's some astrologers out there that are going to argue with me going, no, 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 don't do it during Mercury retrograde. <laughs> and don't do it during post-Mercury retrograde. But, again, we're all on our own cycles. We're all on our own things. And, and a lot of it, again, is about building the creativity so that you can start to bring it out in the world. And February is going to be a little better time to start to ease into bringing things out into the world, into taking more action uh, in the world in there. So I think that that's, that's a big thing. I also see in this time frame, and, the, and there's an interesting thing that's going to be happening, because one of the big things that that's big theme throughout 2016 is, a lot of red flag operations that we're going to see coming through. Um, we're going to see a lot of, uh, of conflict between oppositions going on. We're going to see a ton of red flag events, um, which I'm going to do a whole show on that in two weeks. So you're going to want to tune into that and what those red flag events are about and what's behind them. Uh, we're going to see a lot of people feeling like they have to choose between the material or the spiritual world. Um, they're going to they're gonna feel like I'm either going to have to choose my path and be totally poor and broke and suffer, or I'm going to have to give up my spiritual um, work to meet my material needs. Um, so there's going to see probably a lot of distractions going on in general throughout 2016. Um, we will probably see some distractions that will try to, to keep us our attention away from collapsing some of the financial market or the stock market, um, those, those sorts of things. I see it related to that financial aspect because the spiritual material conflict uh, that we have going on, they're really going to continue to hit home. We'll probably see some stronger hits in regards to, to the Muslim countries or other religious denominations. It could be the Judaic um, background because there's a lot that's happening with that. We could see um, some huge conflict between religions going on uh, in there. Um, so uh, we we might even see some shifts and turns of things where even some of the churches might have to choose along the way. You know, are they going to continue, and are they going to shift and be more focused on true words? Or are they going to uh, turn and shift and be more material-focused and follow that path? So it's going to be very interesting. And, and 
I think that religion is going to be a key area or belief systems is going to be a key area where conflict is going to be stirred up. They're going to try to trigger in to um, to, to making us argue about those things. Uh, you know, they're going to try to pit belief systems again against each other, pit the spiritual versus the religious people, you know, these sorts of things. So we need to be very careful about this because we don't want to get wrapped up in this competition. And, and again, this is something that's going to run through the whole year, not just January and February. We have to be very careful because they're going to be trying to trigger us and when I say they, they, the elite, they that have financial resource, power, things like that, um, they're going to be trying to trigger our anger, our emotions, our reactions, and they're going to do anything they can to stimulate that. Um, the more conflict, the more opposition they can create, then uh, the more control that they will have over us. So, so that's really part of the goal. Now, jumping back to February and, and why I brought that in, because um, actually when we look at this bigger scale, this whole year has a lot to do with power and people wanting to gain power. They know a cycle is ending. These big families follow the same things. The governments follow these same things. They know one cycle is ending and then a new one is beginning. So it's kind of like, you know, one reign of power is ending and a new reign is ready to take over and everybody's vying for that position of power. Everybody's vying to be the ones that are in control, the ones that are in charge. And so we're likely to see a lot of mudslinging in the elections this year. Um, we've already seen it, likely to see a lot of really dirty tactics going on and, and not just dirty tactics, but a lot of backlash going on. And this is important, and, and I bring this up because in February, one of the things that is happening is there's a massive deployment of our forces. There's a massive deployment not just of our forces, but our special unit teams. And this is something that they, they're, they're playing it off to these people as if it's no big deal and they're just going to go off and it's general standard routine stuff. Well, you know what? It's not because of the way the red flags hit. They're preparing them for something that they're already setting in motion, and it has to come back and around to this fight for power. Now, the key that we want to think about in this, because, yeah, there's going to be upheaval, and when we look at the addiction piece, people who are, again, are not working with their addictions, working through them, cleaning themselves up, are going to get into a rough ride, so we're likely to see accidents happening that are addiction-related, car accidents that are happening, um, you, you know, plane crashes or things like that that will happen because somebody was drinking type of thing. Um, so these are things that we have to pay attention to, and we have to make sure that we're not engaging in the competition. We have to make sure we're not engaging in the reaction that is trying to be stirred during this process. We need to make certain that we step back, we observe, we reflect, okay, and we don't get wrapped up in that momentum because I guarantee you there's going to be things that are going to be flying all over the Internet. And, and they're, it, Paris was just the tip of the ice to give you a clue, okay, just the tip of the iceberg. So that doesn't mean, again, that we focus on the doom and gloom. What it means is that we need to clear these things up with ourselves. 
what it means is that we need to step out of competition, okay? We need to, to step away from the things that pits us team against team. We need to step away from even, I would say, a lot of the good versus evil and just saying this is the experience that is going on in the world, okay? And this is how I'm going to shine my light. This is what I want to focus on in my life. And, and bring it back home that way for yourself. Um, you know, we're not here to, to look at the world in a doom and gloom picture. What we're here to do is to be aware that there, these triggers are likely to be thrown at us. The energies are there. And it may not be a pretty picture. And this is how we can deal with it. And so, again, the more you step out of the competition, and that's even, you know, I see this even in the spiritual world where there's one spiritual person. I've got to be better than that person. I've got to be at the top. I've got to be this. I've got to be that. Just do the work. Do the work. And if you find yourself wrapped up in that material spiritual conflict pattern that can happen this year, then step back, get yourself recentered, and you may have to say, you know what, as scary as this is, to maybe let go of that five hours of overtime, you know, or that, uh, that extra overtime, I may need to just take the time and get myself the rest tonight to create my balance. You have to look at what's going to create the balance. Um, am, I, am I turning this down because I genuinely need the rest, or am I turning this down because I'm avoiding responsibility? These are some of the questions you can ask yourself along the way. Um, you know, my spiritual practice is very important, but also, you know, maybe having some shelter and some food is really important too. <laughs> you know, so you got you're going to have to find your balance, and that's going to be the real focus: is to focus on balance. Don't let things be competing against each other. Don't let it be one versus the other. Find, figure out your way. Get creative and figure out your way to allow both of them into your life. And and I guarantee you, you can do it. Because as you do it, it will allow for more and more. Okay? So we're going to take a little break here. We've jumped a lot in the show. we got a lot still to cover. But I want to also intersperse some music. When we come back, we're going to be delving into the next couple of months here. But in the meantime, from Dragon's Head, which was on during the summer solstice, we have I Will Find You Again. Maybe. Here we
This is Code Connection, and I am Jesse Ann Nichols-George. That was a song by Dragon's Head, who was with us over the summer solstice. And those that are familiar with our network here know that uh, one of the key people there in Dragon's Head is also our network producer, Daniel Michael. And, uh, you know, they did a lot of tour this year, and it was really great. They had some really great success and really great turnout and uh, got invited back a lot of places. So. Um, it was really great to be able to catch them shortly um, around that time frame and, and to have them on and sharing their, their music with uh, Reverend Scott and, and Daniel Michael were on with us during that time. And definitely you can check them out on Facebook. So that's a great way to connect with them and uh, and check out more of their music and what they're doing and they're getting ready to, to release more. So we're looking at 2016. If you've missed any part of the show, please go back and listen to it in the archives, catch the whole aspects of what we're doing here today, but I'm working with the codes, and I, I took a look at the codes month by month and uh, incorporating the codes of the planetary influences and things like that to see what we're dealing with this year, and March and April are where we're at, and and there are two months that basically they're going to be the same, <laughs> you know, other than maybe the weather or things like that, but the, the basic general influence will be the same in March and April. And we have some very interesting influences because those that have been waiting for some successes, those that did some of the introspective work, um, that, that were doing the pieces and working with the first two months of the year, uh, March and April is a time that you can start to see things open up and start to see things boom a little bit. That is a time where we um, are going to be able to get assistance that we need. It's a good time to talk with people about things. It's a good time to uh, share in some of the friendships. Uh, but it can also bring, uh, you know, some pretty crazy, um, I don't want to say crazy, but some pretty hot-headed conversations at the same time are people that tend to be very um, out there, very in the forefront, very domineering. 
that is something that we we may have to deal with a little bit at that time because, of course, we do have the Mars energy at play in that time. But it's also a good time for music, the art, uh, things along those lines, those lines of things. So if you have a chance to experience any of that, um, it, it's a good time for that. It's a time if you are a musician uh, or working in music or the arts in some manner, it's a good time to put yourself out there into the world. Uh, I also see that this is going to be a time for strong personal magnetism. So that's probably going to be the time of year where we're going to see a lot of people entering new relationships. That's going to be a time of year that we can draw in the resources and the people and the situations that we need in our life. That's the time where we can start to get acknowledged for the things that we're doing in the world. So I see some very favorable influences coming in in that time. I, I see an enhanced aspect as well on the um, aspect of receiving assistance. So say you need to partner with somebody or say that you need help from those that are in a little more affluent position or in a position where they, they have more resources, more people on their mailing list, whatever it is, that's the time that you can get recognized. Uh, that's the time you could get recognized by a boss and maybe get a promotion. Or it's a good time to maybe ask for a promotion at that time if you're working in a regular job. And now, again, we also have during those two months um, an aspect where our mind is going to be very high-functioning. So we can absorb a lot of information at that time. We can operate from a lot of wisdom at that time. Uh, it's a good time for making some decisions. And uh, here again, it's a time where we can step into our power as long as we're not allowing the material world to rule us. And that can be very challenging for people. And that challenge is going to be very evident all throughout March, April, and May, by the way. Um, that spiritual material conflict pattern is going to be very heavy during those months. So for those that say have been trying to build their business, they may get a huge influx business coming in, but they're not really quite ready to just jump fully into that, and they've got to keep a job going. So there may be a balancing act between allowing that business to grow <laughs> and, you know, and, and still having to keep that regular income going. Uh, those are the types of things that we could see during this time period. Uh, we may also, you know, again, feel like we're just working, working so hard that we're not getting any time for ourselves and we're not honoring any of our own processes. So you might find yourself challenged to uh, have to take time for you, you know, have to work in that five or ten minutes thinking, oh, my gosh, I don't have that hour or two hours to spare. You're going to have to make the time for it so that you can keep that balance at play. Now, a big thing about the spiritual material conflict, and when I look at it in relation to all this Aries energy, this taking charge energy, this need to command, this is also a time where uh, we're likely in world events to see things that are happening that are going to try to shake us off of our spiritual path. Our spiritual path. So in other words, these are, this is also a time where things may come up in the world to irritate us, to anger us, to make us want to fight about something, okay, to step us away from divine connection. So it, it can be hard to hold that divine connection in this process, and this is 
this is very uh, important because, too, as people grow, even if you have all the successes going your way and, and you're growing and you're developing, to hold on to the authenticity and not get wrapped up into the ego because this is a very big ego time frame naturally in the astrological realm. You know, when we look at the sign of Aries, even the sign of Pisces, and, and even Taurus, these are pretty strong-headed signs overall. Uh, these are all signs that, that really want that recognition, uh, particularly the, the Aries energy uh, wants that recognition. So in April in particular, we're going to have to be careful because that's the time where naturally we have a whole lot of things that run through that Mars energy or connect with the planet Mars. And so that's a time that we're going to very consciously need to take the meditation time. We're very consciously going to need to take the breaks. And we're very consciously going to need to honor our own time and our own self. And that's not always easy to do when you're dealing with a set of influences that um, are pulling you out into the world, are pulling you, um, you know, your, your direction. And it's very important as things grow, if you're one of those people that, that do have the successes and the growth coming in at that time, that, again, you don't let it all go to the ego, you know, that you don't get wrapped up too much and lose your authenticity in the process. Um, so you want to keep a very strong focus on that. Now, as we take a look at May, the month of May, we have a little interesting shift. You know, we still have some of that magnetism energy. We're going to be a little more functioning on our own come May versus relying on other people to help us out uh, along the way on our path. We've got actually a beautiful energy in May, though, that is um, a little bit of a stabilizing influence. It's a little more peaceful. It's like being able to be happy with norm <laughs> type of energy. So some of that spiritual material conflict, even though it's still going to be evident there, won't be as strong as it will be in, say, in March and April. Um, this is a time frame where people, you might even get a little bit of a break in things, a little bit of a calming in things. And, and I suggest taking advantage of that. If things do slow down for you a little bit in that period of time, um, take advantage of that time frame to be more connected with a partner. Take advantage of that time frame to connect in with your heart-centered space, to relationships, to family. Um, those are all influences that will be strongly at play during the month of May. And, um, and honor that time to just have a little rest or a little downtime um, to, to, you know, smell the flowers, <laughs> the spring flowers that are coming up. Take the time to enjoy that. And, um, and again, I think it's still going to be a good time for connections. I think it's still going to be a good time to, um, you know, put your mind to work. I see your mind's still going to be very, very active during that time, very strong uh, in the world in that time. And, and it's a time to really start to enjoy what is unfolding for you in your life because, you know, this is the balance. When we're in these transition years of completing and finishing things and starting new new beginnings and getting ready for the new beginnings that, that are yet to come, um, you know, it, it really 
becomes important that we take the breaks, that we tune into the peace, and that we settle in that real success isn't all this hurried running around chaos. <laughs> real success is having breathing room. Real success is about having some time to enjoy life. And it's about getting experiences because if you're not getting time for experiences, you're not getting time to enjoy the pleasurable things around and to have a little bit of fun, a little bit of relaxation, you haven't hit total, true, authentic success yet. And um, and that's something to keep in mind. So uh, definitely I think we're going to get that little taste running in there of what, what is yet to come and, um, a, and definitely a piece that we want to take advantage of. Now I want to get a little song in here uh, by a guest that I had on early in September, and she was, I believe, the first guest that I had on for Code Connection, which is Shashika Maruth, and um, just such an interesting blend in her music where she had grown up in, I believe it was Africa, and then um, went to India to study because she had the Indian connection and, and a drive there, and you know, again, all of these musical guests I have interviews on, you can listen to them in the archives and listen to more of their music through those shows. But let's let's take a little listen to her music, and when we come back um, after this incredible little burst of success from April, March, March, April, and May, <laughs> we're going to start to get into what's happening later in the year, which is, oh, my goodness, a lot. <laughs> so let's enjoy this little break. This song is called Manville. And uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes going over more of 2016 and what's coming our way. Thank you. 
is Jesse Ann Nichols George. You're listening to Code Connection. That song was Manzil Tuki, which is by Shashika Marut, who was on my show um, right at the very beginning of August when I first started up Code Connection and had completed Activating Compassion. And she had called in from India to be on the show. And just a beautiful soul. You can check out more of her music and her work at www.urjamusic.com. That's U-R-J-A music.com. And uh, and listen to more of what she has there, as well as catching the show with her in the archives. Um, okay, so we just got a little, little bit of time left and a lot of information and music and things to get through. So I'm going to keep plugging away here. We're right at the turning point of the year. And we're looking now at June and July. You know, we got that little break from May, as I was talking about. And if you've missed any part of the show, go back, listen to it in the archives, and that we can catch the full set of information there. Now, June brings in a very wonderful energy for us. We're going to be heralding in um, an energy of wisdom, of peace, and of love. And this is the energy of the Magi, which is very interesting to have at the summer season, uh, which tells me that the southern hemisphere of the world is actually going to be uh, more in alignment with this energy than perhaps the northern energy or the northern hemisphere of the world. And I just say that because that's their winter when it's our summer. And um, so the seasons are kind of flipped, and that's, that tends to run in, introspective for them in some ways. And here again, just like in January, it brings an energy back around that we may hit some bumps in the road at this point. We may hit a few things that test us a little bit or challenge us a little bit during this month. And again, not to get spiked out by this, but to realize they're coming in to show us that we're stronger than we think. And so when these challenges present themselves, it's there to remind you that you will be superior to these challenges. You will get through them. And you don't have to be afraid of them when they come in. Now, this month also brings back in that responsibility piece. So, again, like January. So, January is kind of going to give us a little, you know, idea of what June is going to be like, that midpoint of the year. And and it brings it back to that responsibility piece. We want to really focus in and, you know, look to the free pleasures in life. You know, being out in the sun, enjoying the weather, having a good day, going on a picnic, whatever that is for you. Um, enjoy what that season has to offer, but try to focus on the free things so that you can meet the responsibilities you have. This could also, uh, responsibilities sometimes are just because we're busy at that point of the year, and, um, and we might have a lot of obligations or things on our plate to handle, and we need to prepare ourselves to deal with that, which means we need to take better care of ourselves through what we're eating, uh, that's another piece of responsibility. Um, when we get into those challenges and needing to have to put out a high energy level like that, which oftentimes happens in that responsibility piece, then we also want to make sure that we're honoring sleep when we're starting to feel tired. We want to make sure that we're giving our body the support and the nutrition and the needs that it has in order to, to meet those extra demands. And, you know, it's kind of like stretching before you work out or, <laughs> you know, having extra water on a hot day. It, those sorts of things are preparing for what the needs are for that time. So, you know, it may not be as lighthearted uh, at that time as we might like summer to be, 
But um, again, the challenges are going to be about getting you to peace and love and greater wisdom. Now, the other piece that we have in here, again, is we've got that control piece that's coming in. And that's going to be great on one hand where uh, we have that opportunity to, to operate and function more on our own. We have the ability to, to touch in and, and connect with our divine power. But you're also going to have a lot of world leaders that are going to be wanting their place in the power and, and a lot of other people that maybe aren't coming from as um, pure or clear <laughs> or wise of a space, whatever word you want to use in there. Uh, because what I see in this as well is that um, there is going to be some upheaval and destruction. And I think this month is going to give us a little bit of an insight for what's going to be happening later on in the year. Um, this is a time where we have to be very, very careful about how we're using our power. The month of June cautions us. And if we, uh, there's going to be a lot of power in general flowing around. So if we use our power compassionately, then we stand to gain a lot of benefit. We stand, we stand to gain a lot of success along the way. However, those that misuse their power are also going to see a lot of havoc. And so you're going to have those people who don't have the love and the care and the compassion out there trying to buy for power. And the way they're going to try to get to that power is through creating a lot of havoc and turbulence and chaos. Remember what I said about the, the spiritual material conflicts and things like that coming through. Now, um, we won't be as conflicted at that point, but there are definitely going to be some power plays. We're also going to see in the month of June some power upheaved in the world. So some of these people who have been misusing their power, um, that karma is going to kind of be kicking in in June. And some of that power is going to probably get taken away. We're going to start to see the downfall, actually, of some of these power sources uh, because they're not going to be able to continue to function this way. And so they're going to realize that people are starting to find their balance, that they're not just giving in to being controlled by material stuff um, and earthly goods, and, and people are going to start finding their own power, and that's going to get a little scary for some of the power sources. So we're going we're gonna to get a little taste at that point in the month of June, um, like I said, of what's yet to come, and, and that's something that we've got to be careful of. We don't want to get wrapped up in all that turbulence. We want to stop and focus, and if you find yourself having a lot of turbulence at that point, Stop and focus and, and think of being the eye of the storm. It's going to be a great place to be. The eye of the storm, you're safe, you're protected, things are peaceful. That's the place to be, okay? But if you don't stand in the eye of the storm, you're going to get swept away with all that whirling wind and chaos and everything else, and, and that's not a pleasant place to be. So the eye of the storm becomes the theme for June. July now is another aspect because this is a time where it's not going to be super blatant, powerfully put out there, but what we can expect to see in July, that's when that's when we're going to see our power sources trying to quiet people up. The people they don't want to talk, we're going to start seeing them silence. So, for example, in the celebrity world, we've seen this happen a lot of times where a celebrity says, hey, I don't want to play your games anymore. I've got enough of my own money. I'm going to go live my life, and I'm going to talk about world peace or whatever else. And then all of a sudden, you know, some freak accident happens to them. 
Well, that that hidden accident energy is part of what's coded in um, the year 2016. And so we're going to see some strange so-called accidents coming up. And this is probably about the time that we're going to start to see a little piece of that. Uh, again, it won't quite kick in until a little bit later in the year. But we want to be careful of that because um, this is a time that also we're going to see a lot of exposure on what uh, is dangerous, what is uh, the trials, the, the treachery that's going on. Um, this is a time where, again, the people that uh, they don't like to see talking, we're probably going to see um, some of the people that are truth speakers at this time. There probably will be a big play to, to keep them quiet, um, to try to set them down. They'll, they'll start having some issues with their technology or things like that. So definitely some caution uh, at that point, and, um, and yet very eye-opening. So you've got to pay attention. Don't dismiss what comes up at that time. If you find people making these power plays against you, if you find these people, and, and it's not wrapped up like, oh, my gosh, poor me, this person betrayed me or things like that. It's about, wow, I'm really glad I saw where that person was coming from because a lot of these people operating on the treacherous patterns like this have been hidden from us. And we're going to get to find out who those people are, and that gives us the chance to release them and not carry them through to the greater cycles that, that are, are going to be coming forward on that. Um, so, again, we still have the power plays at work. The month of July, though, is also going to be a good time for friendships and relationships. So, you know, you might want to put a little more of a focus there. It's going to be a great time to partner up uh, with other people at that time. It's going to be a good time for even making new friendships, which you might not have thought about making until you release some of those old ones that aren't serving you anymore in there. Um, so partnerships of all kinds are going to be good. Relationships of all kinds are going to be good uh, during that time. A uh, little more passionate energy coming up at that time for for relationships for those who, who end up getting it again. That could be a time where we see also uh, a new love enter our life for those that are single, or we could see that transition from one relationship to another uh, at that time as well in there. So um, definitely some upheaval in that month uh, in June and a little bit of upheaval in July going on uh, with that. And then in August, August is going to be a little bit calmer. Uh, you know, thank goodness for our lion <laughs> energy that comes in and says, oh, sad. Let's, let's not deal with all this turbulence. But I kind of like to call August this year the calm before the storm uh, because we got some big stuff happening in the fall. So take advantage of being in that pleasure space, being able to enjoy a little bit of life when August rolls around. It's a great month for success. It's going to be a great month for business uh, in there. Um, it's going to be great for, for uh, being able to move plans forward at that time, so you want to take real advantage of that. Um, it's going to be uh, a great time for getting help from those above or from some superiors or um, colleagues or things like that, that that are in a position to help you. That's going to be very favorable, again, that the whole reinforcement of personal power, make your own decisions, being able to further your own ideas and plans as opposed to just supporting everybody else and theirs. And, again, it continues through. It brings back in that P 
peace and that love vibration and the wisdom vibration. And it's going to give us a chance to see the success of perseverance at that time. It's going to give us the chance to see that we are superior to whatever life throws at us. And it's what we call immortal energy happening at that time. So the immortal energy means that we are going to get through it. And so this is a really cool month because this gives us a little window or glimpse into the longer-term future, which is coming in upcoming years for us. And it gives us a little glimpse as to what it's going to be like to stand in our success at that time. It's going to give us a little glimpse as to really seeing more and more of our potential and and what comes from from our efforts and being the getting us the experience of feeling the success from our efforts in there. So um, definitely August is a month to look forward to and revel it and take advantage of it as much as you possibly possibly can uh, during that time frame in there. And you know, kind of jumped in. I jumped a little further along the line than I wanted to with that. So I'm going to take a little break here. I've got a song for you by a guest that was on at the Autumn Meeting, DJ Monsiak, who played the Pantheon Steel Halo, and uh, which is a percussion instrument. And this song by him is called Turn It Around. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes.
Welcome back, everybody. This is Jesse and Nichols George, and this is Code Connection. We're going through 2016, what to expect, sharing also some music from our incredible artists that I've had on throughout the year. And we have just a little window of time, so I'm trying to get through this really the best I can. And we're going to move right along here. We've gotten through the month of August, and now we're delving into the additional month of looking at uh, the fall time frame. And this is where it's going to get really, really big and and uh, intense is going to be in the fall. And, and I know that's not what a lot, a lot of people want to hear, but it is what's going to happen. We have a prevailing theme that comes in in the last four months, and that's the, the pattern of strange accidents and fatalities. So this is the time where we're probably going to see a lot of people leaving the world. We're going to see a lot of things that happen that there's no physical explanation for them to be happening. As I mentioned, those celebrities or people that want to step out of the prime circles may all of a sudden be having accidents happen in their life. Um, it's a time where when we have this kind of energy pattern, we're going to have to be very, very careful about what we're doing. You need to leave yourself extra time to get places. You need to um, make sure that you open your schedule up more, leave things more flexible at this time. Don't get too locked into things because all you can do at this point is expect the unexpected. It's a time where a lot of big things are going to come in, and, and it's the last four months of the year, ironically, when we have the elections going on in the U.S. Uh, for presidential uh, candidates, that we are also going to see a lot of strange happenings related to that, a ton of red flag operations. Uh, the whole last four months of the year is going to be packed with red flags operations. And again, I'm going to do a show on that in two weeks so that we can delve more into that for you uh, in there. So this is a, a big piece in here. And September brings in a lot of turbulent energy. I mean, we think that those that have lived a little bit in the world remember 9-11, right? We could be seeing another 9-11 type thing happen because we have a lot of unexpected danger. We have a lot of tribulations coming up at that time. We have a lot of uncertainty energy, a lot of treachery energy. This is a time where we could see world leaders turning against each other. This is a time where one world leader says, hey, yeah, I'm in on this gig with you, and then turns around and does something totally different, okay? Um, September is not going to be the peaceful month, and that's going to be challenging for people coming off that peacefulness of August. And, and that's why I say it's kind of like a false sense of security at that point. Those people who are getting deployed in February, this is where everything's going to kick into action. They're going to find out, oh, no, they're not on just some peaceful putting in their time mission. This is when we're going to start seeing probably some big things happening as far as war breaking out at this point. Again, the big power rise uh, going on. One of the big things that's going to kick in is uh, trying to crash things financially around the world. We're going to see some big financial crashes going on at that time. Uh, and, and things that the, the ploys at that time are going to be about creating loneliness and isolation, which is why I've been saying for a long time, get comfortable with yourself. Get comfortable being on your own. Not because, you know, nobody wants to be around you, but because you need to be able to be strong within yourself. You need to be happy with yourself and your own company uh, because there is going to be a lot of this chaos going on. There is going to be a lot of uncertainty happening. And if you're constantly reliant on everybody else, that's going to be more than a challenge for you. 
uh, in that time period. This is a time period where it's not going to be a money time period. So you do not want to try to push forward uh, heavily on business in that time period that's going on. It's a time where you sit back, observe, give yourself extra time, walk up the stairs instead of running up the stairs, those sorts of things. Don't take chances. September is going to be gigantic on that because the energy is just, it's probably the most turbulent energy out of the entire year is going to be in September, okay? Um, I'm going to jump forward to November right now, and then I'm going to come back to October and December because October and December have the same influences. November's energy uh, brings us a little bit more peacefulness going on. November's energy uh, brings in, again, an aspect of being able to work and move forward with your own plan. So November is going to be a time that we can make the connections, we can make the success. So lie low in September, let stuff blow over, and then think November. Think November again for the successes, getting the raises, uh, moving forward in the world, setting your precedents. And that's going to be a great time to really lay the platform for what you want to see in the next 10 years. Okay, November's energy, again, is going to open up that whole energy to being able to acquire resources, personal magnetism, great for making connections on each and every level, um, very strong in success energy, very strong for music and the arts, so, so make sure you're enjoying those things within your life as well in September. Now, I'm going to get another song in here really quick, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to be wrapping up with October and December. Uh, month time frame. This song comes from our guest that we had on at Halloween time, which is Ariana Saraha, and you can catch up with the rest of her music at www.arianasaraha.com. That's A-R-I-A-N-A-S-A-R-A-H-A.com. This is called Maiden of Midnight, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Oh, 
Um, you can catch up with more for music at www.arianasaraha.com. She was our guest at Halloween time on the show. Um, and I do want to mention part of the very end, the last song of the show or something may cut off on the live version, but it will be there in the archive version, so you can always catch that full uh, aspects by going back. Now, we've got two more months to cover, and I'm covering them together, even though they're kind of split up, October and December, because the energy is the same in those two months. And what we're finding in those codes is, again, we wrap back around the spiritual material complex pattern, and we also wrap back around to the mental superiority energy. We wrap back around to your ability to be all-powerful, but this is all the, the, the volume of power, the volume of being able to stand in the strength, be able to stand and hold space for the divine energy flow is all reliant on whether you've been letting go of your addictive patterns, whether you've been letting go of material things ruling you throughout the year. And again, we want to remember that this whole year has got all of this kind of conflict, competition, energy built into it, but we have the choice to not make it a competition, to not make it either the material world or the spiritual world, but to balance the two. And when we balance the two, that's where we can find the peace. That's where we can find the harmony. That's where we get to have it all. That's where we get to open the doors to life being all-encompassing. And even though we're probably still going to have a lot of red flag things going on during that time frame because of the strange chaos energy, because of the upheaval energy that will continue on during those months, um, we're going to see a lot of strange events in the news at that time, um, a lot of just very off-the-wall things that almost don't even seem real, almost too dramatized, or things that you just couldn't even make up. They're so bizarre. Uh, happening at that time of year. So we want to just be fluid with it all. Again, leaving lots of room, lots of space, lots of time for things. Don't book your schedules up heavily during that time. Let it be a time of flow. 
And, you know, even if you schedule things at time, that, that time, expect there to be shifts and changes and alterations going on. Um, again, because we have a lot of this Mercury retrograde energy as well, uh, a lot of things are going to have to be redone and redone. So uh, throughout the year, we're going to have to to just take it easy, take it in stride, and instead of getting upset with it, just, again, leave that extra time in there. And, hey, if you have extra time and, you know, nothing fills that space, then wonderful. But it's better to have that extra time than to place the stress on yourself by not giving yourself that extra time to start with. Um, so, again, extra precautions, extra aspects. I think that we'll see some strange twists and turns in the weather patterns, unlike anything that we've seen before when that rolls around in October and December of 2016. And, again, a lot of that strange, so-called strange energy is house-cleaning energy. It's energy that's clearing the path for whatever is residual that doesn't belong going through in our life. So don't try to hold on to things because trying to hold on to things in 2016, particularly there at the end of the year, is like trying to, you know, I don't know, hold on to something being swept up in a tornado. <laughs> okay? You don't want to go there. And it's not going to be pleasant and it's not going to be fun if you try to hold on to it. You know, this is the year, 2016. If you've missed any part of this broadcast, I encourage you to go back Check it out in the archives, and I know our time is running down here for tonight. i got an incredible lineup of guests and shows. Next week, I've got Shapali Burns on. She's kicking off the new year with us, and we're going to be looking at um, the authentic and abundant luminary with her. Uh, then the following week, I'll be getting into red flag operations, again, doing a lot more look at, at events and, and things happening throughout the world, and about half the shows this year. Uh, easily are going to be code interpretation shows where I'll be bringing to you the insights of what's really happening, what's really going on in our world with people and with the events and the world leaders and this whole realm of things that we're dealing with because we need to know how to deal with these things. It's important for us to be able to keep our balance and not get wrapped up in their conflict in this. I also want to mention a great big thank you to this list of people who have been on the show as guests this year in 2015. Sharita Starr, Miriam Jacobs, Bert Kempner, Hans Wilhelm and Penny Cohen, Mercedes Kirkle, Lisa Mead, Rocky Krogfoss, Lewis Harrison, Carrie Kanan, Stephen Lewis, Claire Candy Hugh, Tina Van Leuven, uh, Tina Firewolf, Jackie Lappin, Judith Diana Winston, Tawanda M. Allen, Katana Tully, Money Moni, Dojeji and Alberto Abrasso, uh, Tom Roberts, Robert Meager, Cynthia Mazzaferro, Lauren Lachman, Della Temple, uh, Robert Oval, Debbie Clark, Kevin Baird, Leslie Nips, Tara Nichols, Augie Most, um, Meredith and Burl Hall, Ava Brown, Janet Pfeiffer, Tony Spatarella, Tim Thompson, Stephanie Banks, uh, Sharita Starr was on again, giving us her 2016 predictions, and Maylene Elke. Um, it's been an incredible year with all these people sharing their contributions in it. And, uh, you know, definitely, I, again, you can check out my work, what's happening. I just released a new video tip. It was just posted on YouTube today. All my work you can check out through my website, Jesse Ann Nichols George, the number one.com. We've got just a little bit of time to take advantage of December special deal. Um, which is if you register for the full 
day or weekend event on the weekend of January 30th and 31st, you will receive a free code interpretation of your energy flow for the days 2016. We do have several shows here on Main Street Universe throughout the week. Monday uh, night, actually, Janice started her show in there and uh, Reflections and Rhythms. Tuesday, Susan Weed is on. Wednesday nights, we have our flagship show. Daniel, Darren Bucare is popping in from Madame Lebeau in New Orleans every now and then. Kevin Baird's popping in uh, with New Companion every now and then. And of course, we have Code Connection here on Fridays. Hey, this is Jesse Ann Nichols George. Thanks so much for being here today with me and sharing a look at 2016 as well as reflecting on our guests from 2015. And thanks to all of our listeners, not only on Blog Talk Radio, but those streaming live on Penn, known as Parent Counters Network, StreamFinder, and Talk Stream Live, and those catching our podcasts at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and those catching the YouTube version of our show. I look forward to seeing you back here next week as we delve more into Code Connection. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed the show, share it with others. It's going to be available at the same link in our archives. And I'm leaving you today with a song from last week's guest, Joseph Carringer, who plays the didgeridoo. He's a didgeridoo sound therapist. And this song by him is called Heart. Have an amazing, wonderful 2016, everybody. It's up to you, up to you what you do with it. Bring in the balance. Bring in the love and stand in your power and your heart-centered space. Hold the space for the divine. Take care.